Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and confidence coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence, own your self-worth, and to elevate all areas of your life. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DNMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best vision of yourself and live a life you truly love and deserve. Are you with me? Here we go. Hey beauties, welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. It's another week, it's another episode, and I am pumped for this one. I'm going to be talking all about that shit ton of pressure that you place on yourself that makes you feel anxious, overwhelmed, stressed, and leads to burnout and just like feeling really shitty. So I think this has been such a huge part of my journey and my unlearning and hey look I'm not perfect either there's still moments when this pops up for me but I know how massive this topic is and how important it is to learn how to reduce some of that pressure because it's the fastest way to burn yourself out and it's probably one of the most common ways that we essentially self-sabotage ourselves and leads to unhappiness and unfulfillment, right? If you're here listening to this podcast, if you are in my world, then you are probably one of those high achievers, the go-getters, the ambitious women who have these big dreams and want to do well and care about what they do in the world and how they show up and the quality of their work and those sorts of things, right? They, they deeply, deeply care. And so I think a lot of the time the pressure tends to come from this a good place, right? It has good intentions in that you are a perfectionist, so you want everything to be perfect and that's because you you deeply care about the quality of your work. But, you know, it can be really detrimental. And you don't need me to tell you all of the reasons about this because I know you feel it. Because if you're here, then you identify with this crazy amount of pressure that you place on yourself on almost an ongoing basis. And I hope that this podcast episode gives you some insight into it and some things to take away and consider in your own life. Some of the ways that you can start to reduce that pressure and choose some other alternatives instead. So I hope this is so helpful for you. It's a topic that's really dear to my heart and something that I absolutely love supporting women with because it's crazy, crazy important. So let's dive in, eh? So earlier this week, I did a few polls on my Instagram stories just to kind of gauge where people were at with this. And it was also helpful uh, because we touched on this in an IG live I did with Bianca earlier this week. And that was about stress and overwhelm, who I've already had on the podcast uh, on episode number 14. And I asked people, do you place a lot of pressure on yourself? And 96% of people said, yes, they're guilty of putting so much pressure on themselves. And only 4% said, no, I'm fine. I'm totally sweet with that. I don't put a lot of pressure on myself. 
And it's so interesting. I think the proof's in the pudding there, right? It, it identifies that so many people, especially in my community and you guys, really put a lot of pressure on yourself. It's so, 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 so common. And to be honest, I wasn't so surprised with that result. I knew that it was quite a common theme because I know you guys really well. But also, I guess it, it did kind of hit home actually how big that percentage was. And so many people voted on that poll. I think that was the, the most people I've ever had vote on a poll on Instagram. So, you know, it, it definitely shows that this is really, really prevalent and that please know that if you put a lot of pressure on yourself, if you identify with one of these types of people, then you're so not alone. It's super common and let's all work together and support each other to start to change this norm of working hard, go, 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 do, 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 put all this pressure on ourselves and stop kind of glamorizing that idea. I think that society often fosters that that we have to go and work hard and do all of the things and, you know, live up to this crazy expectation that society places on us. And so let's all be really uh, wary of that and start to slowly be really real with each other and start to dismantle that belief system. Yeah, who's with me? So where does all this pressure come from? <laughs> I think sometimes it's really easy to say, I'm just stressed out, I'm just overwhelmed, I'm just anxious at the moment because I've got so much going on. And we can kind of externalize it and say, oh, but it's because of my job and it's because of work and it's because of the family commitments I have and it's because I also do X, Y, and Z outside of work. And we can say and kind of blame it on external things and say that, you know, we're essentially saying that it's not us, it's coming from something else. But I bet so often it's the pressure that you place on yourself that is the crazy high amount of pressure that you put on yourself and that actually most of the time it's not from external things. We just use that external excuse as like a mask to hide behind, an excuse to not actually take a closer look of what's going on inside and in our minds that is causing us to place these crazy expectations and pressure on ourselves. So firstly, we need to identify that it, we need to take some responsibility here and identify that it does come from within. And while that can be really frustrating to comprehend and understand and, and say is truth, it's actually a really powerful and a really good thing because you then have the power to change that. So let's start owning that pressure and saying, I know that I cause that pressure. I know that I put those crazy expectations on myself. And just as I've put them on myself, I can slowly start to undo them. I can slowly start to take them away. So the next thing to consider here is where does this come from? What is the driving force that is placing this amount of pressure on yourself or creating these crazy high expectations of yourself. Where does it come from? What's the driving force? Now, this might not be just one thing, right? It might be a range of different things or lots of things that influence it. So it might be multifactorial and not just one thing, but start to consider what it is for you. I'm going to talk through a couple of the common ones that I see with some of my coaching clients, but 
It may be slightly different for you or a different combination of these reasons, these drivers, okay? Sometimes it can be expectations from others. So maybe it's expectations from family members, it may be from work colleagues or bosses or things like that, from other people that are placing expectations on your performance, on who you are and how you're meant to be and how you're meant to show up in the world. So often though, we think that it's expectations of others that are placed on ourselves, but so often it's actually the expectations we have of ourselves that are the biggest contributing factor here. And that while, yes, other people's expectations may play a role, often they play a lesser of of the two roles. And often it's actually other people's expectations is just a, a mask for the actual expectations that we place on ourselves. So perhaps you have an expectation of yourself that you can never make mistakes, that you can never do anything wrong, that everything has to be perfect. Hello, perfectionism. Maybe it's that you have to get all A's and you have to get A pluses at school and at uni and in your courses and your postgrad and all of the stuff that you're doing. Maybe you have to get the highest possible mark. Maybe you have to win all your sport games. Maybe you have to create X amount of money or have a, have a certain amount of money in your bank account, whatever it is. But what are the expectations that you're placing on yourself that you've set this crazy high standard that you would never ever place on anyone else, but you've put it on yourself? What are the expectations that you've placed on yourself? That might be a really nice journal prompt to start you off and then have a ponder there and see what comes up for you. Maybe it's pressure to fit in, pressure to be a certain way, pressure to have it all in quotation marks. And, you know, the pressure to live up to societal norms or the conditioning. Maybe it's, you know, this this glamorous Instagram life that's contributed to you thinking that your life has to be a certain way and that you're not allowed down moments or you're not allowed to cry or you're not allowed to have other challenges in your life because you know those influences on Instagram that you see are always happy chappy and have all of the things and all the materialistic items but we don't know half the things that go on in their lives right but maybe it's setting this expectation or the standard about how we have to be. So perhaps it's having to fit in, having to look a certain way, be a certain way, having to conform to societal norms. And so often, underneath it all, if we peel back another layer and we go a little bit deeper, so often the underlying belief system that drives the pressure that we place on ourselves is that I'm not good enough, that I'm not worthy, that I'm not deserving. And this is a really, 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 really common belief system or limiting belief system that's false, that isn't true, but we believe it to be true from years and years and years of conditioning. And often it's a belief system that we create create in our younger years, in our childhoods, and we carry it on into our adult life. And we're just living off this autopilot belief of I'm not good enough. And 
this is where so often the achiever is born because we often then have to work harder, achieve more, do more, go, 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 be, 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 in order to prove our worth. I'm just letting that one sink in. So often the underlying belief system is that I'm not good enough, is that what I already am innately within myself is not good enough. And so I have to do more, be more, achieve more, do better, take on more stuff, burn myself out because I'm trying to prove and work for my worth. But you and I both know in our logical minds that that's just total BS and it's false. But maybe it's a little bit of work with a coach and some unlearning, some deconditioning to pull that limiting belief out and to start to rewire the belief that you are innately worthy as you are. That there's nothing that you have to do, change, fix or improve about yourself. That you're innately worthy exactly as you are. How does that feel? When I say those things, what happens to you internally when I say that? I'd be so curious to know because if that's like, oh, I can just be myself. I can, I'm just already innately worthy. There's nothing I have to prove here. Then that's probably your ticket to success. That's your, that's your work to undo, to reduce the self-pressure. And if that makes you feel like, oh, icky, that is so not true. Oh my goodness. I, like, yeah, okay, I get it. She's saying that about herself, but I don't believe that I'm innately worthy then that's also your work to do. Hire yourself a coach. Do some inner work, a journal, podcast. Um, listen to other podcasts, audiobooks on this topic. Do whatever you need to do to slowly start to rebuild your self-worth up and to start to dismantle that belief system that you're not worthy. And then you'll notice the pressure slowly reduce off yourself. Okay, the other massive part of this is the inner critic. Of course, how can I talk about self-pressure if I don't talk about the inner critic? Because it's almost like these things go hand in hand, right? So if you know me and you've been around here for a while, you'll know that I love talking and coaching around the inner critic. But essentially, that's that negative self-talk in your mind that says you're not good enough, pretty enough, smart enough, whatever enough. Who do you think you are? You're never going to get the job, the boy, the house, the car, the whatever. Just don't even bother. You're not good enough. You know that voice in your mind? That's your inner critic. And it's not who you are, but that voice just fuels the fire of the self-pressure. It's like the thing that says, well, you're not good enough, so you better do more. You better keep working. You better work harder. You've got to get that A+. You've got to get that promotion. You've got to get X amount of clients or money in the bank account. Otherwise, you're not good enough. So keep going. Come on. You know that voice? So that can often be all intertwined in the self-pressure conversation. And so learning about the inner critic and how to tame it, how to dial her right down and strengthen your intuition and use that loving voice inside instead as your guiding light, that can be wonderful for this. This will absolutely support you to reduce your the crazy amounts of pressure and expectations that you place on yourself. The other thing I want to mention here is remembering that you're human. Let's bring back some self-compassion. 
Start talking to yourself as if you were talking to your best friend. I know it's so cliche and I hate saying that out loud sometimes because it just sounds like a textbook answer, but it's so true. One of the easiest ways that you can start to see and understand your inner critic a little bit more is to say, okay, so my inner critic's saying, I'm not good enough, I need to do this and this and this. Who do you think you are? Write it down on paper. Is it true? Is there any evidence for this? No, most of the time it's total BS. There's no evidence to back it up. And then think, would I say this to my best friend? And then most of the time you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't. And then what about if you were to flip the roles? So if you had your best friend come to you and say, I'm really stressed out about this and this and this. I've got this crazy expectation. I feel like I'm putting too much pressure on myself, but I don't know how to stop it. And I'm getting really overwhelmed and blah, 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 blah. What would you say back to them? How would you reassure them? I'm sure you've got some beautiful, loving, supportive words to share with your bestie. So use those same words and use them on yourself. Talk to yourself with that same love and self-compassion that you do to others. That's a really good way to start to identify that the inner critic is crazy harsh. It's really, really critical. It's really mean. It's most of the time not true. There's no evidence to support it. It's just fears, assumptions, perceived fears and anxieties. And, you know, future tripping yourself about the what ifs. And then come back and say, oh, okay, what if I flipped it? What if I was in a different, um, you know, my friend was coming to me. What if I was in her shoes? What would I say to her? Use how you would talk to someone else, how you would talk to yourself. So let's bring back more kindness, some more self-compassion and remembering that you're human, that it's okay not to be perfect, that it's okay not to have these crazy high expectations and you know, I came up with this little saying, uh, it must have been when I was in my early 20s, and I was struggling with not being able to make mistakes, and I'm a recovering perfectionist 100%, and I came up with this little mantra to remind myself every time it happened, and that was that mistakes are okay, they make me human. I think I shared this on my 30 Lessons in 30 Years podcast episode. That was a really fun one to do, by the way. Go check it out if you haven't already. And it just reminds you to bring back the humanness of you, the human side, that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay for things not to be perfect. It's okay to have mess. It's okay to not have everything just so or all lined up perfectly. And it's okay not to get the A pluses. It doesn't mean that you've failed. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. And it definitely doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It definitely doesn't mean that you're not worthy. It means that you're human. And everyone else around you is human too. And we're all having a human experience. And so if you can bring in that word human, I think it starts to take the edge off things and starts to remind you that we're not robots. It's not all perfect. It's not all like cookie cutter and do this, do this, do this, do this. Boom. We're human. It's okay to be human. It's okay. It's okay to be messy and all over the show and not have your shit together. And that's okay. We're all like that. 
Okay, so just shifting gears a little bit here, I want to share an analogy with you that really resonated with me and I I often share with clients. I wanted to share it here too, but just a bit of a backstory. I think sometimes the pressure that we place on ourselves is, is the idea that we've got to do something right now or it has to be perfect or like hurry up and do all of the stuff and you know time's running out and when are you going to do it and if you're an achiever and you have big goals and dreams then that's really normal because you want to do them and it comes from a good place like you genuinely want to do the dream or do the job or create the business that you're wanting to create or have the lifestyle that you're wanting to create or have those friendships or the relationship that you're wanting, right? Like it's a deep desire within you and that's okay and absolutely normal. But it's almost like, I mean, this was certainly the case for me where because you've decided that you want it and it's really in alignment with you and you finally know what it is and you've created the dream, created the vision, then you're like, okay, hurry up, like, let's get there now. And (laughs) that's, I think, some of the pressure, like to do it now and to have it all now and like, hurry up and get this stuff done. And it's because we want to do it, right? But the pressure that we put on ourselves to get there is the thing that makes us burn out, that makes us feel really shitty inside, that makes us unhappy and unfulfilled, and that makes the journey really hard and really icky. So the analogy is like, can you imagine like a pressure cooker or an engine or something and pressures building up inside, building up inside, building up inside, pushing, 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 forcing. And at some point that pressure is it's going to have to explode somewhere because there's nowhere it can go. Like it's pushing against you, trying to get you closer to that finish line, to that goal, that dream. But it's just pushing, 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 and it's got to go somewhere. And so you've got to let off that steam. And often that means the detrimental side effects of the self-pressure, right? That's like the stress, the anxiety, the overwhelm, the burnout, the exhaustion, those type of things, yeah? And so what if we flipped it and we said, instead of the push, 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 the pressure, what if we had a pull? So the thing that you're wanting to create, the thing that you're wanting, the dream, the vision, What if that was the thing that was just gently, slowly pulling you towards it and that it felt easy and effortless and maybe not effortless because it's still going to be work, right, but easeful, that it was more natural, that it was flowing to the thing that you're wanting instead of forcing, pushing, icky, it was the gentle pull and I often talk about my why or your or creating your own why, like why are you doing the things that matter? What, what does it matter to you? Why are you doing the things that you want to do? What does the dream or the goal mean to you? So that we have that emotional tie, we have that why, our mission, clear in our minds and in our bodies. And so we can feel that pull towards it, that the why is stronger and more powerful than the push and the pressure that will ever be. 
And I think like I know, I know I often talk a lot about self-trust and leaning into your intuition and divine timing and knowing that things are happening for you, not to you. But this is really important to acknowledge here as well, because the pushing and the pressure that you place on yourself, yes, it makes you feel shitty and terrible. But what if it's also not directing you in the right way? Maybe it's pushing, 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 forcing you into an area that you think you should should go into. Maybe it's a should or a shouldn't instead of a want and a desire. And maybe it's not an alignment with you. Maybe it's pushing you in a direction that's not true for you. So instead, what if we flipped it and allowed the pull of our intuition, the pull of the, the why, the emotional tie to the things that we're really wanting for ourselves? They're never going to be shoulds, those things. They're always wants and true desires. So what if we flipped it and said, okay, no more pressure cooker, no more pushing, no more forcing. And instead, I'm going to allow myself to be gently pulled in divine timing, trusting in myself, trusting in my, in my intuition, trusting in the universe and in the energy around me, that it's going to be slowly pulling me towards the thing that's meant for me. And if I get there, then it was meant for me. If I have that intuitive pull, then it is for me. So I I just want to leave you with that analogy and that, that mindset shift there. Let that really sink in. Are you putting all this pressure on yourself and forcing, pushing, driving? But Maybe it's actually not in the right direction. And where does all that pressure go? It unfortunately has to go somewhere and often we then, or our bodies then get the, the cop the flack for it really. And so what if we actually just took all of that away and allowed the pull, the drive, the intuition, the trust to pull us in the right direction for the things that are meant for us. So I hope that is helpful. I hope that's planted some seeds, some ideas to consider for yourself. But essentially, I think what is most important here is to know that you're so not alone in this self-pressure that you place on yourself. It's really common. It's really normal. But equally, it's not helpful. And I know that that's not the life that you're wanting to live. And so if you want to start to turn it around, it all starts with doing the inner work on yourself. Learning about where these things come from, what's your personal driving force or what is the multiple different uh, ideas or the, the influences that are driving the pressure that you place on yourself and how can you slowly start to dismantle those belief systems to start to cultivate that self trust from within to start to cultivate and rebuild the worth, the worthiness, the self worth from within. Because you are 100% good enough. You are 100% worthy of whatever it is that you're wanting to create and be in this world. It's absolutely yours to do. I hope that's helpful. This is probably a topic that I could talk about for hours, but I'm going to leave it there and we can come back to this idea at another state, another, another time. And if you have any questions, if you want specific support with me, please reach out. I will offer you a free 30 minute coaching call if you want to nut this out together because it's really dear to my heart and I really want to support you with it. So send me an email or DM me on Instagram. I would love to chat. All right, bye beauties. Have a great week and talk to you all again really soon. Wasn't that epic? 
for all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.